Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate that. Hope your day is going well. I haven't done any coffee reviews in a while. Um, the main reason for that is that uh, I haven't really tried any new coffee lately. I've been stuck on Starbucks as much as it pains me to say that. Um, I think the reason, and it hit me Friday afternoon, I think, I'm sitting there kind of having the, uh, you know, Friday afternoon sort of lull after I go into the the jog on the lunch break, come back and I'm, I'm sort of need that extra push, you know, even though it was a short week, it felt like a long week. And I made it a little batch of, uh, what is this? I think it's their Sumatra or their breakfast blend. I keep going back and forth between the two. But it hit me just why Starbucks <laughs> is, uh, is so comfortable to me right now. It's, it's not necessarily that it's great coffee, but Starbucks kind of reminds me of, you know, being in the office or, you know, living like a normal life, you know, where I would usually, you know, with 15,000 stores across the United States, they're everywhere, right? And so I remember at several jobs where I would just simply walk down to the nearest Starbucks. Usually there was one within walking distance. And if not, you know, they were around the corner. So that taste of Starbucks kind of reminds me of not only going to work and living like a normal person, but also just traveling, right? Because anytime I'd be on a road trip, Starbucks would be sort of the saving grace, if you will, of, you know, just so you didn't have to drink truck stop coffee. And I'm not, a, I'm not above truck stop coffee, okay? But if I've got the option for Starbucks, I'm going to take that every time. And so now Starbucks to me is like that restaurant, you know, that you, you feel comfortable with. It's not your favorite restaurant, but, you know, when you're traveling and you want a taste of home, uh, you know, you, you go for that, to that place. And for me, that place is Starbucks when it comes to coffee. And I hate to not talk about local coffee shops and, and local beans, but, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Starbucks has put their name on the mark and now they just remind me of normal life. So <laughs> I'm finding myself uh, week after week adding those to the uh, to the curbside pickup so that I can just, uh, you know, close my eyes and remember what it was like to just walk down to the nearest Starbucks Friday afternoon on my lunch break. So there it is. Hopefully next week I'll have some new type of coffee to talk about. You know, lately I've been thinking a lot about something I hear, the flow state. I've been hearing a lot about the flow state lately. And when that happens, when I start to see, you know, a topic just sort of peep into my, into my purview, into my, when I start to see something like that occur, you know, often I, I feel just sort of drawn to do it, drawn to talk about it. The thing, the incredible thing about the flow state is that it can happen to anyone in any field, you know, whether you're an artist, a musician, um, a CEO, a programmer, a chef, it doesn't matter. You know, it's more about 
the state of mind than it is what the person actually does. You know, it's a, it's a state of consciousness. Um, you know, it's that runner's high or, you know, for athletes, it's like being in the zone or, you know, for uh, musicians, especially jazz musicians, they talk about being in the pocket. It, it's a state of unwrapped attention and total absorption. You know, it's, it's that feeling you get when you sit down and you get focused on a task and everything else just kind of disappears. You know, action and awareness just start to, to merge together. And this is when you're working on something and five hours goes by in what feels like five minutes. And when, when you really look deep into it, it, it's the vanishing of self that happens. And it, it turns out flow is actually fundamental when it comes to well-being. You know, the happiest people are the ones where they spend the most time in a flow state. Um, part of the reason, you know, for this is that the parts of the brain responsible, you know, for thinking about horrible things that happened in the past or worrying about things that may happen in the future, those all shut down during flow. And the brain does this as an efficiency gain. You know, it, it gets us to be laser focused on the present moment. And like I said before, that sense of self just disappears. And this is huge because this is the inner critic, you know, that one that's always trying to talk you out of doing things or telling you that, you know, that idea is just not good enough. It's not going to go over well. When you're in flow, this voice is completely silenced. You know, the risk-taking factor goes way up. Creativity goes. Years ago, I recorded songs at my house. I, I couldn't wait to get my hands on an iMac back in, I want to say it was 2008, 2009, because I knew that it came preloaded with GarageBand. And this is something that I had been wanting um, as long as computers have been around. I remember sitting there thinking, oh, I can't wait. One day they will make affordable computers that have recording software. <laughs> and when they did, I, I was ecstatic. Um, and so I just sit, used to sit around recording songs, nothing crazy. And um, one Saturday afternoon, I came up with, with this one here. I know it was on a Saturday because the file is called Saturday Afternoon Workup. So now this song is very, very simple. I decided, okay, I, I like these couple of chords that I have. GarageBand has some cool drums, which you hear in the background, probably not even in time. I still don't have an electric guitar. I didn't when I recorded this, but uh, just being in that zone, you know, that I was in at the time, I decided to just lay down this lead on top of the chords that I had made as a way to sort of dress it up a bit, you know, and I, I found this setting in GarageBand that made your guitar sound distorted. So this is actually played on an acoustic guitar <laughs> for both the chords and the lead, but it just, 
was so much fun. You know, it, it's something I've kept around for a while. I'll probably never do anything with it, but um, just the fact that I created something that wasn't there before, it just, it feels good for the soul. Dylan used to say that he didn't write the songs, that they just sort of came to him. You know, this reminds me a bit of this book by a man called Lao Tzu called The Tao Te Ching. And this was written back in the 5th or 6th century. Uh, it was so long ago that they don't have it exactly pinpointed. But he said some interesting things in there about flow. One of the quotes from the book is that which offers no resistance overcomes the hardest obstacles. Now, one of the concepts that Lao Tzu talks about is called Wu Wei, which is the action of no action. And this is the very state of flow. You know, this is what all the people are talking about now, all the buzzwords. It's about what Lao Tzu was, you know, writing about in the 5th and 6th century. You know, when uh, musicians or artists, athletes, when they get into the zone, they engage in an action without striving. It's a place of no worries. This is the philosophy of flow. And here's just some basics on how to get into flow. You know, the first thing that's the most important is the stillness of mind and just getting the distractions out of the way because we have so many distractions available to us all the time. But that stillness doesn't mean that you just have to sit somewhere, you know, with your eyes closed. The stillness of mind can be combined with action. And it's more about just being in that present moment. And once that happens, that's when the actions start to flow effortlessly, you know, without any friction. And you get that razor sharp focus. There's a basketball player, uh, Bill Russell. He's retired. And he said in his autobiography, it was almost as if we were playing in slow motion. I could sense how the next play would develop and where the next shot would be taken. I know this idea of non-action. It, it kind of throws people off, right? Because in the West, you know, we're taught to be ambitious, uh, you know, strive, work hard. But the downside is that, you know, we're burning ourselves out you know, to the point of mental disorders like anxiety, depression, that kind of thing. I don't know about you, but sometimes it seems like my biggest problems just sort of solve themselves. In the Tao Te Ching, Lao Tzu compares life to a river. The river already has a course, and we can either swim against the current, um, we can hold on to a branch, or we can let go. Most people spend their lives swimming against the current. And what's crazy is that they don't even realize it. You know, our mind wants us to be in control of the whole thing, of, the, of our whole lives. But you know, this is an exercise of the ego. You know, we, we don't control our heart beating or our digestion. You know, we don't even control who we fall in love with. But when we flow along 
with that current, when we align ourselves with that natural intelligence, that's when it, that's when we hit that flow. And the part I find most challenging is the letting go, letting go of outcomes. You know, the, the task exceeds the goal. And once we do that, the outcomes take care of themselves. I want to thank you so much for listening today. If uh, you want to do me a solid, tell a friend, tell somebody you think that would like this show and uh, tell them to check it out. I really appreciate that. You can find me at the coffeebuzzpodcast.com. Uh, you can email me at the coffeebuzzpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Can't say it enough. And I will talk to you next week.